Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It's original. Hey, while you were sleeping last night, you love this, Tim. The Boston Bruins improved to 4-0. You might have heard Joe Passarelli mention that. They beat the LA Kings. I mean, those early season road trips aren't exactly uh, probably on your sports radar in the NHL. Maybe they are. I know the diehard Bruins fans, we have a lot in our audience say, Hey, I'm, I'm staying up, especially on a Saturday night, but you know what? I, I, and I hesitate saying this because it's, we sound like idiots when we say it, but I just hope that they, they, they really measure this season. Don't give me the number one record in the, in, in, in the regular season, I'll take number two or three as long as I'm ready for the playoffs. I've had well, number one's great, fine. I'm not saying don't try to win the regular season, but measure it. Don't let's measure how we do in the playoffs. And I know that's a total like sports talk radio thing. I get it. You're not banging on the Bruins for having regular season success. That's that's what you have to do. You have to win games. But let's just hope that they don't. Uh, you know, the, 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 everything down the road, say in April and, and May, is better than it is now. John, I gotta say, yeah. it's 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 encouraging to see the Bruins off to this good start. And you're right, they could break the regular season mark again, and people would feel disappointed if this team underachieved in the playoffs. I feel like Montgomery has learned from last year's experience. And um, the acquisitions looking good. Van Riemsdyk looking like he's turned back the clock. Uh, Patois, uh, certainly a, a diamond in the rough after Bergeron retired. So you, you got to be encouraged. Uh, this team looking to go 5-0 and tonight. I, and, you know, we talked about the playoffs, Joe, and the Swayman and, you know, Allmark situation. Those are the two best goalies arguably in the league. And you got them on your team. And that's – you know, that's up to Montgomery well, to make those tough well, decisions. To say he's learned from his lessons, uh, we'll have to hold that thought until the spring because, you right. know what, if you're going to play the goalies every other day and then get to the playoffs and not go with the, what got you there, then that's not learning your lesson. So hopefully that's where, you know, what Joe's talking about, that he's learned the lesson. Listen, you got two really, really special guys here and you get to the point where you you're winning at a, the highest level with them and using them. And then all of a sudden, you know, dump the formula when you get to the, when you get to the playoffs, Correct. that's that, that was my problem with him last year. And that, uh, and then of course he bottom of the ninth, he tried to go back to the, the formula, but Swayman was rusty, you know, so that's, you know, it's great to see him. And I like the way they play. 
Uh, they, they play an up-tempo, exciting brand of hockey, and uh, that's fun to watch. It is. And, you know, like all sports, we've talked about it. You've got to speed the game up. You've got to be fast in football. You've got to play five out in, in basketball. You've got to be able to shoot threes, uh, the yeah. pitch clock in baseball. No one wants to watch a slog anymore. <laughs> no one wants, no one likes that. It's just, it's just not the way you play sports in this day and age. And, and they play it at the right, the right way. That's for sure. They do. <laughs> they do. And I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I watched much of them thus far, cause I haven't, it's just not on the radar at this point, but it will be. And the Celtics will be on the radar on Wednesday night when they open up at Madison square garden against New York. And, you know, clearly they look like they're loaded. Clearly it's the, Preseason, the, the arrow's been up, uh, no surprise, because they have a lot of talent. Uh, and they 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 release you guys who they thought might actually be, uh, you know, 12th men that might actually make a contribution, but they released the guy this week, the kid Gabriel they picked up from the Lakers, and I know that's probably just a blip. But that tells you that they're pretty talented even on the bench. So, you know, hopefully come Wednesday night, the Knicks look like they're struggling already. There's already some infighting there, from what I read in the New York press. Uh, and Dante DiVincenzo is already speaking out about what it takes to be a champion, like he's, you know, Magic Johnson. Uh, but I think it's a situation where I'd be very well, shocked. Know, those, those Villanova guys, yeah, <laughs> they will fold themselves once in a while. <laughs> but they've got a they've got a group of Villanova guys now with the Knicks. I, you know, the Knicks will be good. I think I think they'll figure it out. Uh, the Celtics, though, I'm very excited about how they, you know, come out of the gates. It looks like they're ready. Hey, they were ready a year ago. They came out of the, I think there's, they were 21 and three or something like right. that to start. So that they'll be ready. Uh, you know, the, the, the real deal is, you know, the health. I think it's just their only question is the health. And, you know, and then with the health, meaning do they have backups? Do they have guys that can step in a little bit just to hold hold water if, if there are injuries? And they probably need a little bit more depth at the wing position, I would think, after watching them a little bit in the preseason. And you know, maybe they'll develop that. But I would think uh, this is going to be the year where they go – they go try to grab somebody at the deadline and somebody they can fill in as a seventh, eighth man, uh, 10, 15 minutes a game. Cause I think that's basically what, where they're only, what they're lacking right now. I mean, all these guys that have played in the preseason, I don't really, I don't buy that. Some of these bench guys that are putting up good numbers. I mean, it's hard to gauge and evaluate, uh, right now, O'Shea Brissett, probably Stevens, um, you know, Hauser, Cornette, I don't know. I guess Pritchard's been decent. He's pretty good, too, to come in. You know, he's been around at least. But uh, Pritchard's I, been I would, really good. Yeah, I think just I think this is the, probably the year that they're going to have to get somebody at the deadline. They, they do have no, a trade but, exemption, Tim, that they acquired from the Grant Williams trade. Yeah, and I don't understand all the second apron stuff. I think they're mm -hmm. limited on the buyout market because of they're already in the second apron as far as the salary cap from, goes. From what I understand, they can't buy, they can't sign a player on the buyout who made more than twelve point five million. Right, exactly. So they are limited in that in that respect because anybody that makes less than that, you you wonder if they're going to be good enough anyway. So, uh, but. It's really not about that. It's about managing the minutes. They're going to have to really figure that out. I think you're going to have to – they're going to go through some patches of the season where they're 
going to struggle because they're going to have to rest some players. I think they're going to have to rest some players. And that, and I, th- I say that because you, you're going to have to be ready for that to not panic if they go on a three-game losing streak because they're trying to manage minutes in the middle of the season. Tim, what are your thoughts yeah. on Joe um, Missoula going into his second season as the Celtics head coach? Oh, I, I'm I'm high on Joe. I really am. I, he I loves think him. that. Yeah, I I just think that you know he was dropped into a fire pit last year at the last second, and he did as good as he could have done. He, I mean, you know, thinking back at, to being a coach. Uh, the preparation that goes into a season is, you know, it starts the day after the season ends. And, you know, Joe was basically just, you know, Jason Tatum's workout guy and he helped and he, his voice was heard when, when asked, but he didn't even sit on the bench and he went from not sitting on the bench to being the head coach of a, of a team with tremendous talent and tremendous expectations and didn't have his own coaching staff. And, you know, the playbook wasn't his, everything that goes with it. So now year two, he's got his own coaching staff. He's got a year under his belt. Uh, the players have heard his voice and understand his voice now for a year. Uh, that's important. And, and now he had the time to plan. And I went and we spoke about it. You know, we went up to practice a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday, and I was just tremendously impressed with how he ran a practice. I thought it was excellent. Wow. You know, they had they had the team split into three different teams, and they had different guys rotating i mean no there was no downtime there was no slow it down everybody was put at a high pace uh there was film watching before practice there was individual workouts after practice great team stuff during practice i thought he ran an excellent practice and and i think the players really respect him because he's a he's a smart but he's also a tough guy he's tough he's tough on these guys he's not afraid to, to criticize i mean he barked at porzingis once during practice, like, wow, he's like, he was barking at a rookie, you know? And so I was impressed with that, but they, they looked him right in the eye. They looked him right in the eye. And I think you've heard Jason Tatum talk about him too. And you know, when you have Jason Tatum and you're on board with you, that's where you need to start and finish. Because if he, have, if he wants to play for you, then everything else will fall in line. I think Joe's going to be excellent. I think he's going to be the best coach in, in Boston by far wow. this year. Wow. He, he, he sounds a lot more confident and comfortable fr- from the audio I've heard from him so far. Sure. I, I mean, how, was... could, how could you be comfortable last year? You know, and, and I said, to, I said to him, I thought you did a great job last year. And he said to me, yeah, he goes, you know, it was still fun. So he, he enjoys it. He's a basketball guy. He grew up, he's a coach's son. You know, he's been, he's had a basketball in his hands since he was two years old. So he understands, he loves the game and you can see it. You know, he's just having fun with it. He's not feeling pressure. And he, I think he's very comfortable in his shoes and he should be. They got him some help, I think, in that regard. And good for the Celtics for doing that. Maybe they didn't, who knows? Maybe he just took it upon himself to become more media friendly, more media and savvy. By way, the- and by the way, please, uh, and I know you have not said this, but I did, he- I have heard this, like, they brought Jeff Van Gundy in case the ship implodes. Stop. That's not why Jeff Van Gundy's there. He's not Who there. Who said that? Pay- oh, it, on your local radio. Uh, on the competitor, I, I heard it multiple times this week. Oh, yeah. oh please. Just, uh, please don't say that because that's not why they brought him in. Who it's, even knew yeah. he was going to be available? It was assumed that he would have still been a play with ESPN until the massive layoffs in June. Well, yeah, Jeff wants to be wants to do something. You know, he wants, he wants, and he loves basketball. He's like Joe Missoula. He's a coach's son. He so grew up with Jim a Rat. 
he grew up with a, a ball in his crib. You know, his dad was a coach. His whole life has been about basketball. So now he doesn't have anything to do. All of his kids are gone to gone to college. He's home in Houston. He wants to be doing something. He, you know, it's like all of us. You don't want to sit on, on the couch. And he, and if it's with basketball, that's even better. And the Celtics are smart to have him. It's just another voice, another guy that you know, he's not going to overstep his bounds at all. He's going to just he, Jeff is like. You know, you don't even know he's around when he's around. He's not has no ego at all. I mean, we had our reunion at Providence a year ago and he was there, but you didn't even know it. He was sitting up at the top of alumni hall just watching. I said, wait a minute, you should be down here with us. What are you doing up there? You know, (laughs) but he's just he's going to be in the background. He'll his he'll give the opinions when asked and he won't overstep his body. And please don't don't tell me that he's there in case Joe fails that's not happening not happen. first of all he's not going to fail secondly that would never happen even if he, even if something goes wrong jeff van going to stay in the background brad stevens you know i talked about jason tatum is behind uh, joe missoula well the other person one and one a that's behind joe missoula is brad stevens okay and uh, wick grossbeck is behind brad stevens so i mean it's a good it's a good connection all every everybody's on the same page there and jeff's just going to help and not hinder at all there's structure that we don't see from the red sox right now or the patriots for right now uh we got to work our way toward chris mad dog russo at 805 this is meter and the coach sports radio wei 103.7 you can join the conversation as well 401-777-1037 you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.